Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. Advice. Clown. Rugby. It's Friday night, and you know what that means. Welcome to another episode of Point of Viewer. I am Viewer himself, and all great disembodied voices. You rang. What the? Surprise, motherfucker. Wait, 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 wait. Where? Um, there's some kind of running I don't know about. Four seconds. He lost. Well, I no. Well, no damn wonder. I mean, it was the all-star skills competition tonight, and I don't want to talk about it. Mother, I, mother, Tampa Bay, mother, mother. I got nothing. Yeah, Dylan Larkin sucked in the fastest skater, by the way. I will tell you this much. The music's a little too loud tonight. Really? Might want to turn that down just a touch. How's that? better but still a little on the on the loud side how's this now it's just ambient noise which is what we were looking for mm, ambiance by the way since i am taking the place of somebody else tonight i figured it would only be right if i infringed on one of their gimmicks thus oh. tonight it is breakfast for dinner with oatmeal cream pie cereal Part of this balanced breakfast for dinner. I mean, sometimes you could always use a little bit of milk in the oatmeal cream pie experience. I mean, I'm I'm more of a giver of cream pies than an eater of them, but, you know, whatever. Well, I mean, you can still give and she could be lactating. Some things are good straight from the tap. I speak from experience. You wouldn't I, be the one to speak from that experience. Also, I got to be careful with my beverage today. Because OJ will kill you. Bob Barker is not amused. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Oh? Since you mentioned that, I just have to get to it. Did we get the GIF ready to go? Sold. That's a winner. I it took, it took a little bit of effort to get it just right. Took about 15 minutes-ish, but I'm glad that you approve. Even on this podcast, life can be like a game show. It happens like that sometimes. Well, I mean, the, host, the hosts involved are very similar. Some would say the same. I mean... Considering is how I'm on at any given time on this network, a minimum of four different podcasts. I don't think you're wrong. Seriously, dude, when do you have time for yourself to watch what you like to watch? During the day when I'm not podcasting or tutoring? Like today, I was able to get in some good YouTube binging before the All-Star competition. All right, I'll bite. What are you binging currently? 
catching up on conflict nerd he's got his latest city skylines airports thing going a uh, couple kernel failure projects second yellow card loki doki electro sports tldr news ah, other electro sports so sad he forgot to hit that mic button electro sports that feels like something that you would be involved in in the different side of your communities I mean, I haven't played with the wand in a very long time, but I would love to again. It'll I be am sports spinoff channel from Colonel Failure. Um, there's that's a different conversation here. I promise you. And to answer your question, I may or may not have ordered a kit from Wish. See, this is what mm -hmm. I mean about you in your current situation <laughs> with things. Okay. I mean, it do be facts, though. I mean, I aspire to be there at some point, but that's neither here nor there. But shoot, shoot high, me, amigo. Well, I'm glad you said that because dare I say, segue? Somewhat, not the segue you would think. However, I was thinking more on the high part of that. More like the vehicle on two wheels kind of segue. No, the high thing that was already taken care of. In case you can't tell. Oh yeah, you. It, 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 I can definitely tell that you're you're on under the influence of something. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I, it was planned. I, I assume cookies over the influence. I assume cookie, flour. Uh. Mm-hmm. Again, I have plenty of my Christmas gift left, so I happen to partake. I mean, to each their own. The viewers' opinions are obviously representing him and only him and not necessarily... Oh, fuck it. <laughs> but... And I that's am... a fire alarm out of nowhere. I'll be back. But I am going to say, though, you in particular, you'll be glad to know that I'm following another aspect of your advice. And it simply stopped. Okay. What are you doing, blinking red light? Go away. Wait, what blinking red light? Uh, blinking red light on my fire alarm that went blink after it went off for a short while? Probably ah. a sign that your battery's getting low. Anyways, go ahead and continue your statement. Um, remember what we talked about as far as, like, my therapist and whatnot? Mm-hmm. I've reached out to him, and I've also done some digging about seeing someone different who's covered by my insurance. Yeah, at the very least, um, even if you want to stick with your regular one, find somebody that you can see in a pinch if necessary. Well, the thing is, with my regular one, even with the discounted rate... And now it's going off outside. Ow. Even with my regular one with a discounted rate, I wouldn't be able to afford so easily. Hence why I'm seeing someone in network. That's what I mean, yes. So... I assume that the copays are reasonable for the in-network in the in-network therapist then? Well, that's what I'm really trying to inquire. I'm going to be double-checking that on Monday, but especially with my plan, yes, they should be. If not fully covered, which would be better. Oh, well, obviously. 
saves money for other shenanigans. Precisely. Because, yeah, um, if things keep going at the way they're going, shenanigans in the near future will be possible. Eric needs Eric needs to step away for a quick second. He'll be right back after this. Yeah, you care to kind of take over as the chief disembodied voice for a second? Go ahead and leave your ambiance up. Don't put me on screen though, because I'm not getting dressed. Well, I'm I'm not going to have you fully on screen per se, but there I, you go. <laughs> I'm dead screen though. Just leave your couch up. Fuck oh. your couch. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, while Eric takes care of Mama W, which has become a W2M network exclusive. Um, yeah. Yep. Eric, Eric had to step away for a few seconds, but no, one of the things that like, we're, we're very strong advocates of, of mental health here on the W2M network. It's been, it's been a conversation on several of the shows that we've done. And I myself am. I myself am very seriously affected by the mental health advocacy. I've made no no secret about my battles with depression, with bipolar disorder, uh, some of which have taken me away from podcasts for a while, extended time, some of which have ended podcasts due to other people's issues with uh, with the day-to-day life, life and such. So I encourage people to get help if they need it. And obviously one of the things that Eric and I are discussing here with his reaching out to his, uh, to a, to a therapist and network, being able to see them on a more consistent basis is the ability to talk through some of the stuff that Eric has been going through. And I encourage anybody else out there listening to point of view or that if you have the same kind of struggles, then you too should reach out for help. The, um, like I was telling somebody when we were having this conversation yesterday, I won't say names in order to preserve the innocence of the unwilling participants here. Uh, the only mistake is in not making the call. There's nothing to be ashamed of in reaching out for help because all, all in all, we get by with a little help from our friends. We get by from with a little help from people that understand that we need it. And, and depending on certain people's proclivities, those friends might be more tangible objects in the case of the viewer himself. Or in case of uh, the disembodied voices watching the Gators win a football game. That's always good therapy for me. Yeah, but sometimes your problems are to the point where you need to actually sit down and talk them out with somebody that's trained in order to help people handle those situations. Absolutely. So I highly recommend uh, the, the whole mental health advocacy thing there. I've been seeing the same psychiatrist since I was 16 years old. As a matter of fact, we were supposed to see each other today, but due to the weather conditions currently in fucking cold as fuck Ohio, uh, such a... Such appointment was not such appointment was not viable because there is a half an inch of ice on the ground plus another seven or eight inches of snow on top of it, and it is was, a lovely sixty-eight degrees currently, and it reached eighty-five today. Yeah, you can kiss my ass. I will pass on that. Thank you. Yeah, well, I stand by the offer because this is bullshit. Now, Florida. <laughs> uh, to be it's, fair, it's, it's, until the summertime and. The roles will be reversed. Not necessarily, because y'all will still be in the 80s, and then we'll be in the 80s up here as well. Except the thing is, is it'll be humid as fuck down there, whereas it'll be breezy 80 up here and comfortable. 80? 80? You're funny. More like 98 and sweating in places you didn't think the human body could produce um, such fluids. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. <laughs> Welcome back. 
Of all times now, she wanted to discuss things Speaking like taxes. Taxes and food. fluids. Hi, welcome back. Yeah, well, thankfully, it's an easier cleanup situation these past couple months with those fluids. And with a lot less laundry to boot. I just use wet wipes at this point. At this point, it's easier. Well, I have toys that I use, so I just wash those. I don't know. For some reason, I just uh, they don't do as much for me. Depends on what you got to get. You got to warm up to them. Uh, that's fair. And it also depends on the quality of said toy as well. This is mm. true. You got to get the good ones. That's why if Tenga could sponsor me in this podcast in particular. Uh, we would also accept Adam and Eve. Well, yes, but I would have to have credit from Adam and Eve because oh. I don't have much of a reason to shop there, unlike somebody. I know somebody who works okay. for them in Tampa. I will have you know, sir, that they have individual products as well as couples merchandise at Adam and Eve. Okay, but how <laughs> often do you see them advertise that individual merchandise? Just because the commercials lean towards couples because of the name doesn't mean that they don't have them. Maybe the if somebody were... Somebody were to take the time to visit the website, they would find out for themselves all the options that are available to them. The commercials, the emails. I've even visited the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anywho, we were just talking about the importance of mental health advocacy while you were stepping away. Yes, which is a big reason why, after everything that I've been through, it's a much-needed thing. Not to mention... I might have an idea about what some of my individual problems are. Oh, there's something that you need to explain now that I am one of the disembodied voices on this podcast. There Real are quick. two terms that are often confused when we two discuss things. There is a viewable and the item which must be viewed. Okay. If you would elaborate on what's the difference between these two, so in case there's words are used in the future, the other disembodied voice and people are aware. The fuck is he talking about? Item that must be viewed. That is something that is of present in particular, not necessarily where you have to be alone. You can be, you don't have to be. A viewable, something more likely where you would have to be alone. Wait a minute. That would Flip, flip flop those. Yeah. Flip flop those. Viewable. Good YouTube video. Item which must be viewed. Laundry awaits. Yes. That's sure. a long standing thing that he's been asking about sure i just say viewer discretion is advised when i send him something adult related over it's time funny. we developed a different code like it's oh God, it's how many years ago was that i don't want to think about that right now thank you i mean it was funny to me because of him being viewer and everything it was, that's also been a thing but i mean we're talking low double digits mid um mid teens yeah well that's low double digits i mean you're another mathematician you know what i mean i i'm not as book smart as you folk hmm. 
there's a reason why I don't touch the stats, let's just say. Mm-hmm. I'm more savvy than smart most of the time. So is there actually a list of topics on this fucking show? Well, yes, and I was getting into my other one of my first bits. We we weren't done with the first one before I got interrupted. As you were wont to do, even in non-disembodied form. I mean, it does happen. But anyways, back to the whole thing there. So you were saying about the uh, the, the situation with, with the therapist. Have you found somebody in network that you trust that's, uh, that's uh, lifestyle safe? I've got a small list okay. that I'm trying to reach out to. I also emailed my current one to see which one of those he would personally recommend. Haven't well, heard back from him yet. Well, my guess is he's not going to be too happy about you leaving because of the loss, the lack, the lack of a fiduciary advantage that him seeing you has for him since you're out of network. Well, considering as how he offered me a discounted rate and that he raised his current rates again, I don't think he's going to miss it too much. That's fair. He's probably not to mention with everything going on right now. I'd imagine. I'd imagine mental health services are at a premium now. More, more people reaching out towards them than ever because of everything happening with the pandemic or the endemic, I guess we're calling it now. Close to, kind of, could be a couple months, fingers crossed. But anyway, going off of another YouTuber who I happen to follow, Provis, he in his latest video mentioned that he was taking a break. And he described the reasons why he was taking a break. Because he's done this now for a few weeks. He did it once last year and now he's doing it again this year. And he mentioned something that struck me and what he was going through and dealing with. And I deal with a lot of the same stuff. It could possibly be low serotonin levels. Which would make a fuck ton of sense. Well, that can be chemically that can be chemically treated. However, it can, but See, I don't I don't know that that's necessarily the case for you though, because I've seen you get happy and excited about things before in the past, like when we've had conversations and stuff, and like especially like when we're doing the podcast and you get invested in the conversations that we're having on podcasts and stuff. That I've seen, I've seen that that rapid wit, that snap fire come out of you before. So I don't necessarily know that it's necessarily a low happy level. I, I think mean, it's hell, just it the... happened last night. Okay, think, but go ahead. I, I think it's a case of finding you're happy more so than not having it. And I mean, but that's been the point, though. It's like that little thing, and everybody's been telling me for years, I have bouts of it here, bouts of it there, bouts of it here, that everything in between is like my default crabby miserable I tend to see him more like you've got a sine wave with an out-of-whack amplitude. Which way out of whack? You need to put a bound on that fucker. Okay, that makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. That makes sense. I don't understand what he just said, so... The highs are too damn high, the lows are too damn low. I believe we call that bipolar disorder. Maybe not to have that you, extreme, but... Have you ever been tested for bipolar disorder? No. I mean... 
we have a lot in common, which could say something more than probably what you might want to think about there. But well, I mean, I'm open to it. That's why I'm trying to explore these avenues. And if there's a way that I could see about that and get any sort of diagnosis, it would be welcome and it would explain a lot of things. Is Florida a medicinal state? It is, but there's still a lot of red tape. Well, my guess is that's one of those things that would probably be covered under the medicinal thing, too, for treatment for, dis for bipolar disorder. Yeah, it could be. I'd have to look more into it. The point being is that I notice a lot of similarities because we both have really high highs and then we both have really low lows. Like mm -hmm. to the point where you were ready to like, and let's let's go ahead and get into this here since it's, it's what led to this topic. Uh, the mm -hmm. fact that you were ready to step away from everything for a while uh, a couple of weeks back. Yep. And that my encouragement to you was to have that outlet, to have that ability to talk about things because getting that stuff off of your chest is going to help you a whole lot more than just letting it sit and, and, and develop and develop and develop and develop to the point that you're going to get yourself so fucking frustrated with everything developing that you're going to lash out. And this and... is why I teach for multiple institutions. I could bitch about one institution of students to the class of the other institution. And none will be the wiser. And this is that thing. And you know me all too well. I am the kind of person that with everybody having everything else going on, I just sit and I let things fester. Uh -huh. And then I you get some high quality orange juice. You get the best damn sake ever. Goddamn fish bottles not made anymore. And you very precisely measure a 50-50 mix. And uh, we have a great night also true but then again you also have moments like the last episode of the kickoff with the vodka that was a terrible idea i okay so for those who don't know listening to this show i'm straight edge and i have been since i was like 16 years old I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't use anything recreational, I use nothing prescribed to me, and even the stuff that's prescribed to me, I usually don't take. Like, um, I think I've told the story before that I was given a, I had my, uh, the original surgery on my, uh, my gallbladder, and I was given Vicodin for the pain, and I tore up the script in front of the doctor and told him I won't take this. Ooh. So, like... At the same time, I do think that there are there are certain medications, there are certain things that help with that help with people's abilities to cope. Um, I personally won't smoke, but I understand the effects that THC has on the human brain. Mm -hmm. I I understand the elevated levels of dopamine created from the experience as well. So, I mean, I get it. It's mm -hmm. not for me, but I get it, and I don't judge anybody who does. My only concern is I can't stand the smell, so I, I'm not around it. You see, when it comes to that, I only welcome one kind of smoking in my vehicle because usually I'm picking up somebody and we're driving to some event. A long drive on an interstate highway or back road, that is one of my ways of unwinding, relaxing, and such. A vape... With a good flavor? No, that is not smoky. That's giving me a damn air freshener. 
Okay, but at the same time, I'm going to make the argument that you shouldn't be operating a vehicle while you're high. I didn't say I was the one. Even being around, even being around the smell while you're high, while somebody else is high. Secondhand smoke is secondhand smoke is a real thing. Yeah, and usually that passenger is going more off of the nicotine kind, not the THC flavor. Which I mean. Ideal, not ideal to be around either, but less likely to have any kind of side effects while you're driving. Plus, with the yes. vape, you don't get the actual elements and chemicals of the substance of the smoke. So it's not even really secondhand smoke. Is it more simulated rather than actual partaking? No, it's actual partaking, but with the processes of the vape. Rather than processes of traditional smoking. Well, I know you vape on occasion, Eric. So go ahead, yeah. continue. So yeah, the chemicals are not released into the air as dramatically as they would be with traditional smoking. Now, plus with the vaping, when it comes to nicotine, you can be, you know, three milligrams, six milligram nicotine, which is comparable to a traditional cigarette, or like me. You get the flavors and the juices without the nicotine. Zero milligram because I can't stand nicotine. I did that once actually for a um, theatrical thing I was doing at the time. Back when I was up in your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't do uh I don't do anything smoke related just because of my beliefs. But again, I don't judge anybody who does. If you wish to partake, that's your decision. As long as you're not harming yourself or anybody around you, do you. It's like I've always said before, and it goes back to conversations we've had about other subjects as well. As long as you're not harming yourself or anybody around you, I don't care what you do. Exactly. Uh, think of the three think, think of the three hallmarks of the lifestyle, Eric. Safe, sane, and consensual. Add a fourth. Legal. That's already that's usually implied, but, but in some instances, yes. Oh, sad, so, um, sad to I say, not always. Go ahead, John, or disembodied voice number one. So, disembodied voice number two. While while the viewer was away, uh -huh. um, you you mentioned the fact of you have bitching about your um, current climate situation, and you know, I said, "Hey, eighty-five degrees." Just saying. In your neck of the woods more so, the Minnesota Department of Transportation is apparently doing a thing. Plowy McPlowface is going to have some friends. Oh, they already named all the ones in the state of Ohio. The uh, I'm a little disappointed. friends joining the fleet. I'm a little disappointed that not one of them was named Mr. Plow, but that's mostly because I'm a gigantic-ass Simpsons fan. Yeah, but you got the big Laplowski. That's pretty solid. That's that's a good name right there. You got the Blizzard of Oz. Nah. No more Mr. Ice Guy. Okay. Edward Blizzard Hands. Oh, that's handy. All right. Plowosaurus Rex. Mm. They're trying a little hard on that one. Control Salt Delete. That's solid. A plus on that one. That's solid. Scoop dog. Groan. <laughs> and the one I saved for last, 
in uh, tribute to she who should have been 100, Betty Whiteout. Aww. I think the control class salt. Of 22 from the Minnesota Department of Transportation. Go ahead. I, I will say control salt delete is probably my favorite of the bunch. Control salt delete followed by scoop dog. Because I'm sorry. You know me. Yay, 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 yay. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Fun fact that's still your ringtone when you call me. I, as it should be, especially since I get to smoke more often again. And yours is still Gene Gene the Dancing Machine on my phone. I am still not looking forward to that, by the way. Yeah, that episode of uh, Life is Like Game Show will be a real gong show. You know we don't use the monkey on this show, right? Damn it. He was trying, though. Bless him for trying. Are you familiar with Die Hard? He's over there being a tryhard. <laughs> Jesus. Anywho. All right, so bringing Speaking us back. Which, it's an action movie, primary. Christmas movie, secondary. But we do agree that it is a Christmas movie. We do. Yeah, action slash Christmas, Speaking not Christmas of slash action. Speaking of movies, though, um, so I had a chance to talk to the aforementioned Rancid one. Mm-hmm. And Debbie Does Dallas Missed the Cut. Really? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That fucker lied to me. Well, he, he better have some other good matchups in the miscellaneous he, bracket then. He has already told me that I am going to hate the longest yard matchup. Oh, so he did tell you about that one. He didn't tell me who they were facing, but he did tell me I was going to hate it. Did he tell you who they were facing? Yes, and I can guarantee you, you will hate it. Well, I'm trying to think what other football movies I really like. You'll find out come March. Well, there is one football movie out right now I do want to see, though. Have you had a chance to check out American Underdog yet? I have not. And See, I'm a big Kurt Warner fan. I so know I, you're a big Kurt Warner fan. I know a lot about the Kurt Warner story, especially being a fan of the old arena football league. Right. I, like, and, and that old arena football league thing with him tying into that there, I figure it would be a reason enough for you to be at least casually interested in this one. You know me. I'm not a huge movie guy. We've talked about I, this many times before, but mm -hmm. that looked like one that I would genuinely enjoy seeing. I just haven't had an opportunity to do so, and we'll probably wait until it's streaming in order to do so. I'm if one of those it, people that has those movie moments. Sometimes I get into movie kicks. Not often, though. Go ahead, Eric. If it's something that will come out when it's streaming, yes, I will take a look at it. I will give it due diligence. See, now I'm about to go check Roku and see if it's available on, like, HBO Max or something right now. Because I, so do, have H I do have HBO Max, so. So here's a fun fact. There's only one movie I have ever seen in theaters twice. Why do I feel like it's one of the Star Wars movies? No. Oh, well, at least there's that. Inception. That makes a lot of sense, especially with you. Because you realize, that's one of those kind of movies you realize at the end, oh, I must have missed a fuck ton of shit in this movie. I gotta watch this fucker again. God damn it. I, still, re I still remember you mentioned the axiom of choice. 
when you mentioned Yo, that movie. Hour and 52 minutes. Zachary Levi, Anna Paquin, Dennis Quaid, not available on any streaming service yet for American Underdog. Yeah, uh, it's it hasn't been out in theaters long enough. Well, it was on, um, it was on, uh, I think its release date was what, Christmas Day? So, yeah, usually... About two months. Yeah, it usually is about three months-ish before it gets to the streaming. Well, series. yeah, because it does first-run theaters, and then it usually goes to, like, your movies eight, your uh, your second-run dollar, th dollar theater types, air quotes on an audio from a disembodied voice. <laughs> Go ahead and give me some air quotes there, Eric. Dollar theater. Thank you. You're much, welcome. Much Visual obliged. cues on an audio podcast? Visual, Visual cues from a disembodied voice. Which is how I just phrased it, yes. Um, so this won't surprise any of you. I've never seen Inception. Definitely a must-see, but you got to pay close attention. It's not a movie you can casually watch. It, yeah, that's something that I cannot smoke beforehand to watch. Two hours, 28 minutes. Thriller, sci-fi. See, you lost me at sci-fi. I'm not a big science fiction guy. I am huge sci-fi sci and urban fantasy. That is my jam. So would that like, be like Ready Player One? Would that be like the kind of stuff that you'd be interested in? I would be. I didn't watch Ready Player One. I would say my favorite TV series I have watched like on TV, because most of my watching is now YouTube, Colonel Failure, etc., etc., YouTube's Watkins' go-to as well, but he, he has TV shows that he watches too. Like we, We've talked about different TV shows and stuff here. We used to play along with Celebrity Wheel of Fortune back when that first became a thing. I, I want to well, do, do that again at some point. We'll, we'll find a way. But, but the uh, last series, I really became a huge devotee of to the point where I actually bought merch from the sci-fi store, because yes, this was on sci-fi, was a, a series called The Magicians. I'm familiar. I've heard of it. Very Same. much hit that urban side, that urban fantasy vibe that I love so much. Uh, my current shows, and then you guys can feel free to tell me if you watch, don't watch, what have you. Mm -hmm. I'm going back and rewatching. My name is Earl. Not Just, something hit my radar. Um, I I always thought that uh, Lee Jason Lee, I think is his name. The the guy who played Earl, I think his name mm -hmm. is Jason Lee. I always thought that he was excellent in that movie. And then the uh, actress who played Catalina, or yeah, Catalina, Nadine Velasquez is hot as fuck. So that was on my radar. Um, you know what show I've really gotten into as I've gone back and rewatched it on Hulu? is Burn Notice. That was something that I always thought uh... about, but it's like... It's about a spy who used to work for the CIA who's now no longer working for the CIA because he, he's been burned, which means he's been found out. So he has to take like freelance stuff and avoid people coming after him as well. So that's on my list right now. Um, Eve and I are going to start watching Castle. Now, if you are going to watch The Magicians, you've got two options, by the way. Mr. Fellow Disembodied Voice. If you're going to watch the whole series, you start at the beginning. If you just want a glimpse of the flavor without so much of the long-term story, 
I believe it is the... I'm going to have to look this up to make sure I quote this right. <laughs> yep, Season 2, Episode 7, Plan B. You can use magic. Why the fuck not rob a bank? There's your hook. I think plan B and I... Yeah, my mind goes entirely. somewhere entirely else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. See, like, that's okay. our wavelength disembodied voice number two. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay. Let me, let me set up a, a scene that is very similar in a classic movie. You've seen The Matrix, right? The original one? Are you asking me? Yes. Because the answer is no. Again, to not a I movie person. Shame. To which I say the person I can see. You have seen this movie, yes? Yeah, of course I have. Lobby scene. Okay. This episode has a moment like that. Gotcha. Oh, just think about it. I got want to go watch that scene from that episode now. But one other thing that I did want to mention, and thinking about movie scenes and YouTubers and thinking back to Chiseled Adonis when he used enough from the clown from The Dark Knight. Yeah. This is another reason why I was hoping the other disembodied voice would be awake, because he specifically wanted to mention what was going on in the football realm in my neck of the woods. And I have a full and thorough explanation as to what happened. Well, that's okay. We can still get into it, and then he can just listen to the episode in the archives on the W2M network at W2Mnet.com. Or he can go ahead and watch this when it's up on YouTube at YouTube.com slash W2M network. Or twitch.tv slash w2mnet. If you happen to be live, just like on Facebook at facebook.com slash w2mnetwork. Or, or if he prefers it in an oral fashion, he can go over to Spreaker and listen to the podcast recording. As long as he rates and reviews us on Spreaker. And on Spotify. Spotify, yep. Yeah, I fucked that all up. But anyways... Um, real quick though, in regards to that, um, and complain about missing this on the discord server. Well, he missed it himself. So I blame him. Oh yeah. When, when the tables are turned on lead to the max or whatever, he will be thoroughly reminded. We didn't there, do this to him. He did I, this to him. I feel like there will be a proper ration of shit given. And you saw how he was on life is like a game show face to camera, comeuppance and everything. Guess who gets returned the favor? Exactly. Just like that. I can be embodied for one second. Yeah. Just like that. There you go. All right. Turn my camera off because I'm not wearing a shirt. What was that? Something about being embodied for a second? Your glasses are killing me with the glare. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. I took mine off before I did that. I'm blind as a motherfucking bat without mine, okay? Oh, no, no argument. Same here. But <laughs> I know that if I look into the, straight into the camera with my glasses, all they're going to see is that you, the camera screen reflecting right back at them, and that's not going to do anybody any favors. 
All right, so we can get into the Jacksonville football story here in a quick second, but do you mind if we talk about my neck of the woods for football first? Exactly. Is it just me, or does this music sound nicer? I've got nothing from my neck of the woods football-wise, so gentlemen, go ahead. I think it sounds better with the volume turned down a little bit, too, just because it's more ambiotic. Fair. All right, anyways, to my neck of the woods here. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Ken Dorsey the Hurricanes coach at one point? Hurricanes quarterback. Aha. I knew he had some kind of tie into the University of Miami. He's our new offensive coordinator. I saw that. And congratulations. You made a good hire and having him as your OC. Well, it was that or end up having Brian Dayball steal him away to the Giants with him. Which I kind of, no offense, wouldn't have been mad about. I was half (laughs) expecting it to happen just because I know... I know with uh, Dorsey being the quarterback's coach, and look at what Dorsey's done with Josh Allen these last two years. And then Dayball is the offensive coordinator, and look what Dayball's done with Josh Allen these last couple of years. I was fully expecting him to follow Dorsey to, uh, or excuse me, Dayball to New York and possibly look at somebody like maybe Kenny Pickett or Matt Coral. Because Coral actually reminds me of Josh Allen just without as strong of an arm. Fucking Kenny two gloves. Some bitch. I'm not salty. Oh, I've got news, gentlemen. Just saw some news come across my um, media feeds. NFL related. Topical, at least. Go ahead. Statement from NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Ah, fuck him. No, is this about this latest Snyder allegation? Because fucking no, too. no, oh, nothing to do with that, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, we need to bring that segment to the to point of viewer. And that guy is a perpetual dotw. The NFL, its teams and players are deeply worried about the unprecedented situation that has unfolded as a result of last week's NFC Championship game between Los Angeles Rams and San Francisco 49ers. The meme. I know where this is going. For the second straight year, there will be a team with an unfair home field advantage in the Super Bowl. As an organization, we have tried to avoid this situation by using neutral sites, but having it occurred two years in a row is cause for change. To guarantee this will never happen, again, the league has come to a unanimous decision to move every Super Bowl following this to AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Arlington, Texas. Courtesy of NFL Memes. Yeah. There was a joke on another Discord server that's saying, no, Jerry Jones doesn't need any more money. Why don't they just send it to Jacksonville? And I'm like, but the league hated it when we had it here. Fans didn't, but the league did. Plus, I don't want Shot Khan to get that money. Hey, Eric, did did you hear that they play through tornadoes in Cowboy Stadium? There's never really any chances of touchdowns. I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. <laughs> well played. Well played. Anywho. Uh, so, yeah. Dorsey to the OC in Buffalo. And then did you hear the big rumor? So the Giants took something from us. Mm-hmm. And apparently we might be in the market to take something from the Giants. Two teams that I have no particular effect of, uh, yeah, well, for. I'll tell you what, when you guys actually play in New York, you can complain. 
I will enjoy my swamps of Jersey. Thank you very much. That'd be the first time anybody ever enjoyed being in Jersey. Anyway. Um, hey. the, big, the big rumor coming out of uh, Bill's camp is that the main free agent target for the Buffalo Bills this year is going to be none other than Saquon Barkley. If y'all could pull that sort of a clue, dear sweet God, the AFC would practically be yours. Uh, could you imagine the Allen, Barkley, Diggs, Davis, Beasley, Knox? Defensive coordinator nightmares. I as mean, long, that's like Kansas City on a good day. As long as... As Barkley could stay healthy, because obviously that's been an issue these last couple of years. Oh, yeah. And that would be my main concern there is I would want to keep, I would probably want to keep Singletary more so than Moss, because Singletary actually showed up at the end of this season. Have a running back by committee, plus you have a better offensive line, so that helps tremendously. Mitch, Mitchell Morse helped this year. It was it was nice to have a, a foundational center that we could rely on. Plus, uh, John Feliciano was a good was a good touch for us as well. Mm -hmm. When Feliciano was healthy, which is its own can of worms. But you've got something that you can at least build around on that front, and otherwise, you're fairly set. You just need to make, as every team does, those one or two tweaks. But uh. I just wish my Jets could have an offensive line. We haven't had a good one since we had Nick Mangold under center. Yeah, but um, to have an offensive line, you also have to have talent at other positions. Okay, so I will say this. I will say this much, and it pains me to say this as a Bills fan because I don't like giving those green and white assholes any kind of credit. I mean, the Philly is mutual, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, but we're actually a decent franchise. <laughs> Um, you know that third Joe that might be setting history? We had the first. Go ahead. Uh, no, I 100% said y'all fucked up taking Zach Wilson because I thought he was going to be a bust. He oh, was, yeah. He was better than I thought he would be this year. I still don't think he lasts three, three years in the league. Allow me to quote the Swami when we picked up Keyshawn Johnson in the draft. And the Jets just won the Super Bowl. We don't draft for shit never have never will i always liked Keyshawn. somebody just get him the damn ball right yeah we did and then vinnie ruptured an achilles although you know who i did prefer though i was always more of a wayne Krebet guy than a Keyshawn guy i was a Krebet fan too always that one of those guys i hated when he played against us but he was a good dude you know, there was one man who you really hated to play against, Mr. Dolphins fan. Um, Jumbo Elliott. Look, again, also Jaguars fan, but... That Dolphins was are your secondary team, I am aware. But that was one freak game, and you <laughs> yes. know it. Not to mention that Monday Night Miracle got replaced. Thank fuck. All right, so now hey, we get to not, the action. Not as fucked up as another Monday football game. Where you had to deal with Pittsburgh and the mud. Still the best Monday night football game ever, in my opinion. We had our own Monday night football disaster earlier this year, but that's neither here nor there. All right, Eric, let's go ahead and talk about this here. So, um, Byron Leftwich in. 
Byron Leftwich out. Doug mm. Peterson? Yes. So, Byron Leftwich. Everything was pretty much set to go. But in order to have a good head coach, you need a good general manager to work with him, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Leftwich pretty much said, don't like Trent Baalke. Other coaches have that same opinion. Other fans have that same opinion. So the big thing that was swirling around, still mostly unconfirmed, but fairly confirmed through various sources, Leftwich came to the Jags and said, look, it's either him or me. I will come, I will coach, but I ain't working with Balky. Not a chance in hell. So, there was the big thing about getting Adrian Wilson from Arizona on board as general manager. That spectacularly failed. And when I say spectacularly failed, I mean in the sense that there was no indication whatsoever that Trent Baalke was going to be fired. No word from Shad Khan on that regard. And needless to say, people are mad. So mad to the point that on top of the 200 people that came to the season finale against Indianapolis, dressed as thickly mustachioed clowns, <laughs> one fan in particular went on his lunch break, dressed up like a clown, and went to TIAA Bank Stadium to protest the fact that Balky still has a job. I've heard you say this now in two podcasts, I believe. Well, it was in the tease on Life is Like a Game Show that he talked about this scenario. So. Ah. Yes, that's why he protested. In the fact that Trent Baalke is still our general manager, that's how Doug Peterson, who also got a second interview, wound up being the guy. All I'm Peterson. going to say is this. I'm not mad at the Doug Peterson hire, but given Shad Khan's mentality, and even more so Mark Lamping's mentality, why he's still employed, I haven't a fucking clue. Brian Flores is on to something. I will leave it at that. Uh, the whole thing with um, the whole thing with Peterson is Peterson actually had a, a relatively successful run in Philadelphia. He did. I'm not saying he didn't. He has a couple of division titles to his credit. So, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and knock Peterson as a hire. I do think that Leftwich would have done more for the foundational spirit of the Jaguar fan base with him coming back to one of the places that he helped build. Oh, uh, being drafted out of Marshall mm -hmm. and then playing playing for years. Because wasn't he one of the, like, the first guys after Mark Brunel in the Jaguars organization? He was, and then David Garrard came right after him. But there's a name that most people won't remember. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, you talk about history. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Go ahead. Our depth chart at one point, David Garrard, Byron Leftwich, and Quinn Gray. We that is, act Go ahead. That is a who's who of who cares. Yeah, we were actually well, the first well, team in NFL history to have three black quarterbacks on a depth chart. 
Well, I mean, Black History Month, that's a, that, that's that, a very funny statistic. That takes me back mm -hmm. as a Jet fan to the Boomer, Sison, Ray Lucas combo era. Mm. Yeah, I have my own. I have my own pain in the ass quarterback split memories. Yeah. Wasn't Van Pelt one of those pain in the asses? No, the the pain in the ass's name was Rob Johnson. Oh God, I do remember him. That was ah. a brain wreck. And the non-pain in the ass's name, and one of my personal favorite quarterbacks of all time, was one Douglas Flutie. Sorry, I not, cannot say anything negative about Flutie. Sorry, I not, can. Sorry, not sorry, Boston College. That's why Eric can. Speaking November of, of 1984 was a terrible month. Speaking of quarterbacks, a viewer, I'm going to steal a gimmick from the other disembodied voice. I have a question. I'm going to try to stump the squid. Uh-oh. There is one quarterback that every AFC East fan is glad is now retired. Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Are, are, are you referring to that statistic they showed with his career record against every team in the NFL? I might be looking at an NFL memes Facebook page that might have his record against every team in the NFL. I already know the question he's going to ask. I'll ask it for him. Who are the only I have two. Well, I, I'll ask the first one. Who are the only two teams that Tom Brady has a losing record against? That was my second question. Go ahead. I, 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 know, I know the answer. Go ahead. New Orleans is one. Correct. Four and five, specifically. I'm trying to remember the other. Because I saw this stat a few days ago myself. If you don't remember, I do. But in fairness, I just saw this stat like a couple of hours ago, so that's why it's. I, I am drawing a blank right now. I'm um, going to kick myself because I I'll tell you, it's it, NFC. The well, Seattle Super Seahawks. One and two. Yep, the only one win was the Malcolm Butler interception. There is one team he is 500 against. Oh, there is. No, sorry, there are two. There was one that I saw. Who's, um, There's one NFC and one AFC. I did not see the NFC one. Is the NFC one the Giants? I mean, that would make sense. No. Uh -uh. Six and one. That can't be right because he lost to them twice in the Super Bowl. Well, that, then blame NFL I, memes. No, I think they're only counting regular, regular season. season. That would make sense. Probably, yeah. I know the AFC one. I, I didn't realize there was an NFC one. The Who NFC is? is a three and three. The AFC is a five and five. Is it the is it the pack? No. Ah. Packers four and two. I don't think he's Dallas six and zero. Oh. Because I remember, I remember laughing when I saw that. Again, no touchdowns in Dallas. Uh the the AFC. Okay, I'll give you the AFC one. The AFC one is the Kansas City Chiefs. He was five and five. The Chiefs, yeah. Yes. And the Rams three and three. Huh. So my other question. One of which has already been named. Five total. 
teams that Tom Brady has never lost against. One, of, one AFC, four NFC, one of which is the Cowboys, as mentioned. I will say this much. I, I, I The unfortunate statistic there for me was his record against the Buffalo Bills. 33 oh. and 3. The yes. most wins, yes. Although, Saints to be fair, you guys. 30 and 7. I was about to say, you guys are second. And, and, wait a minute. How does it? How is it 30? Maybe he missed a game against. He sat out one of the games against Buffalo. Mm-hmm. The game that Buffalo beat them in Foxborough. He, or he originally may have came in mid-season at some in his first season. I'm almost certain there was a game a year they had already clinched the number one seed. We went to Foxborough the last week of the regular season. He didn't play, and Buffalo stomped them in Foxborough. Wasn't that the Doug Marone year? Might have been. The year Marone went 9-7? and seven? Yeah. Might have been. I'll give you an extreme hint. There is the AFC team he is 1-0 and o against. New England. Yeah. New England, the Cowboys, yeah, and what three others? Because hmm. I'm thinking he only played the Patriots once when he was with Tampa Bay. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna guess the Lions because the Lions suck. Five and two. Eric, your turn. I don't remember the statistics, so I'm guessing just like you are. The New England one I remember just because he only played them once as a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Right. And he's never lost to. I have There's another a... guess. There's a 9 0, a 6 0, and a 4 0. I'm going to guess the. I'm going to guess one of them is the Cardinals. Cardinals 1 and 1. If oh, anything, with if anything with the schedule with the four and zero, I would say one of those would have been ironically if it was Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay is the four and zero. The nine and zero is in the same division. Uh, Carolina, six and three. No, Atlanta, twenty-eight three, nine and zero. And the last one's in the north. Chicago. Further north. Bears are Mi- six and one. Minnesota. Six and oh. But yeah. the team he's played the most. The Jets. Jets at 37. 36 Bills and Dolphins Buffalo. Both 36. Yeah. Uh, he's like 21 and 15 against Miami. Uh, 24 and 12 is what I'm seeing. Okay. I, I, I knew it was... Yeah, beat yep. him a third of the time. Good job, Dolphins. I knew it was double-digit losses. Yeah. For some reason, Brady and Miami never always mixed. Brady does not like the heat, much like I do not like the summer heat in Florida. Nope. But coming back and, yeah, that's pretty much what's been going on. <gasps> Here in Jacksonville, and fans are rightfully not happy. This is going to be another season to where Jag, the Jags are going to be calling for Shad Khan's head. I will say the Jags have the best member of staff in one role. Mascot. If you're talking, 
If you're talking about mascot, even one of those guys who played Jackson DeVille was a total dick. The character Jackson DeVille, personally. Yeah. Again, needs, total needs, dick. Needs more Judas effects from Jericho. Yeah, wrestling reference. So, be prepared. And honestly... If the USFL sticks around, and I hope it does, and they resurrect the Jacksonville Bulls, fans are not going to be mad to see the Jaguars leave. All right, let's talk other sports here right now, Eric, since our planned conversation for cricket is unfortunately going to have to be delayed a week. Yeah. Are you an Olympics person? I am. I've already got certain events set on my X1 Infinity Guide to watch. We really need to step it up in mixed doubles curling. We're only two and two. I thought for the movie here. Cool runnings. I will admit, I, I, I did see that Jamaica qualified for the first time in like 20 years. Mm -hmm. um, the bobsled and luge is intriguing to me just because of the high risk factor involved in those two sports. Four person, two person, or the debut of Monobob. Which ones? Sounds like something you'd do to yourself when you were lonely on a Friday night. Well, I Sounds mean, like it. I am to be viewed. Well, I mean, technically, you're not wrong. Or Saturday night. Or if you're mean most nights. But I digress. Um, I didn't realize that they were doing individual bobsled. It just became a thing really last year. It started in the Youth Olympic Games a couple years ago. More then, to the Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Then the IBSF added it for, like, senior competition, and they have a monobob world championship, and now it's making its debut in the Olympics. More to the point, what the fuck is up with all these Olympic Games being over in Asia the last eight years? Uh, granted. Population center of the world? Mm-mm. No, because one of those was in uh, South Korea, which has, like, Texas has more people than South Korea. No, they Asia don't. As a continent, has a lot. Oh, uh, the population of South Korea is about sixty million, sir. So New York, 20... bigger. The population of the state of New York is about the same size as the population of the capital of South Korea in Seoul. Twenty-five million people. Huh. New York State population, which I just googled because I'm originally from that state. Thank you very much. Nineteen point four five million. As of 2019. Huh? So more people live in Seoul than in the entire state of New York. If you're I, talking full population-wise, you have more people in South Korea than you do in California. If you're talking New York City, 8.42 million. Maybe it just seems bigger because it's like closer. A half a million less than London. Nope, not going to do it. Not going to do they it. Thank you, thank you, because I just had one thought in my head, and then that turned into another one, and Not then maybe turning into another one. Um, Letting it go. As you were saying about the Olympics, to save myself. Yes, let's go back to the Olympic conversation here. Um, So, Luge, uh, basically Bob said, but, but single person. Well, now that's mono, Bob, and smaller, smaller writing devices, obviously. 
Yeah, luge and skeleton are the same thing. The only difference is skeleton, you go head first. Luge, you go feet first. And both of those can tip upwards of 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, you want to talk about looking for events that have danger inherently attached to them. Skeleton, yes. Those sports have killed people before. Well, it's the same thing as bobsled as well. Some of those sleds can go up to about 90 miles an hour. Uh, So I'm more of a summer Olympic guy. I'll be the first person to say that. But mm -hmm. do you have any must-see events for the Winter Olympics? Like, is that what is if you're if you're going to sit down and watch the Olympics? You said you got a couple of things bookmarked on your uh, on your Xfinity X1. What are yes. they? Curling, all formats. Yes. Men's, men's, women's mixed. Yep. Definitely bobsled, specifically mono bob. I'm a four-man bob myself. As long as Jamaica doesn't crash, I'll be happy for them. Biathlon? Hmm. I feel like combining skiing and guns is such a Texas thing to do. But honestly, believe it or not, when the, with the winter, the skiing and the guns, it was really a Norwegian thing. You wouldn't have expected it, but then again, military. I, I don't mind the biathlon. I used to be really good at that on Sega, Genes Je Sega Genesis's Lillehammer 94 game. Now, if they do the Super Sprint individual, which I am hoping that the IBU included for these Olympic Games, I will be incredibly excited. Okay, so biathlon, curling, bobsled. Hockey, of course. Of course. That's oh, like yeah. That's like the marquee attraction for the Winter Games. Hockey and figure skating for most people. Snowboarding, specifically the snowcross. Is that the one where they race side by side down the hill or whatever? Yes. Okay, yeah, that one's pretty cool. Especially because you get some pretty gnarly wipeouts in that, too. Short track speed skating. Nope. I will hard pass that one. See, I, I, I as, an Apollo, as an Apollo Antonono guy, I, I don't mind. I love it better than the traditional long track speed skating. Much more intensity. Yeah, I, and I think that's my biggest problem with like the speed skating is like, and then when you end up having like these fifteen hundred meters and these like super super long races and stuff, it's mm -hmm. like you're taking the speed out of the skating by having them skate for that long. Yeah, I pass on both. Well, but I had one you didn't list. Hold on, I don't know that he was done yet. I do have one more, and that is the ski cross and your sprint cross-country. I, I do more ski jump. I like I like ski jump just because of the inherent nature. Again, you I'll mean be... Nordic combined? Nope, the ski jump by itself. I do the Nordic combined. Sometimes I like watching the moguls, too. That was another one that I was really good at on my Sega Genesis video game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I am not a Nordic Combined fan. Do you, you not watch Ski Jump either? Mm-mm. Uh, snowboarding. You mentioned the uh, the snow cross. Do you do the traditional like half pipe and full pipe stuff as well? Like like Sean White's disciplines, for example. Um, sometimes I'll catch the half pipe, but if they do like the free snowboarding, like down the course, I'll watch that more often. Okay. Yeah, have they ever have they ever done anything with um like the snowboard with the uh, skiing slopes like the slaloms? Do they use like snowboard slalom? Yes. Yeah, they do. 
Okay. It's more like head to head though, rather yeah, would, than individuals. Yeah, I would I would imagine it's probably you're racing against your opponent and like they probably have like draws and stuff based on qualifying times or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do. Now, one sport that I would love to see in the Olympics, I know when they're talking about climate change, it would be hard to do. But I think with the loss of some events, it would be a good one. Have you ever seen Red Bull crashed ice? I have, actually. Would you yeah. not agree that would be perfect for the Olympics? I, it's like speed skating, but on obstacle courses, more or less. Exactly. That's more of an X. I think that's more of an X Games thing, though. So much like the other disembodied voice had the had to do the air quotes earlier. I need a Daniel Bryan yes motion, if you would please. Okay. Ready for when you need it. Yes. 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 Okay, that's enough. For crashed ice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of those things too. And again. I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you noticed a pattern for the ones that I watch on a regular basis. The ones that I watch on a regular basis are the ones that. Do you remember Wide World of Sports? Mm-hmm. And the mm -hmm. agony of defeat. <laughs> they, More they, on they, the agony of defeat when we do Wheel of Fortune. Life is like game show, but go ahead. They uh just the inherent nat the inherent dangerous nature of some of the ones that I watch. I think it's must see viewing because you don't know what's going to happen. Of course. Like and many I, of the disasters of Red Bull fluke tug. And if anything that the Olympics, especially the Winter Games, has learned, they have started to, over the past couple of decades, incorporate some of the X Games elements into their discipline. That's why I think Crash Ice could really work for both X Games and Olympics. Yeah, when it comes to snowboard, though, it's one of those things I won't put it on my watch list, but if I happen to come across it, I'm not going to tune it off. Exactly. Um. Okay, so are we ready for a topic change here? Because I actually have a topic to bring to the table myself. Shoot, and then we can save the okay. rugby conversation for last. Um. Did you see the new McDonald's thing? I mean, I personally don't eat at McDonald's. I, I, I don't know if you guys do. Somewhat regularly, unfortunately, because there's one on the way to work. I have Macca's reward points. Have you seen the fact that <laughs> you have the... reward points, sir? Allow me to pull up my total. I you... just spent one, and I I just spent uh, my top on a fish sandwich. I still have about five thousand left. And yes, huh. I've seen the menu hacks. Not, well, I was going to say the fact that they kind of set that up inside of the app there. Did you see that the McGangbang is now an orderable sandwich on the app? No, it's yeah. not an orderable sandwich. You have to assemble it yourself. By but the you way, 12,785 points. But you okay. Can, you At can my get peak, a, I was close to that, but go ahead. You can get a McGangbang now. Mm-hmm. I feel like if ever there was a show to discuss the McGangbang, it would be point of viewer. I mean, you're not entirely wrong. And of all of the menu hacks, admittedly, I'm, the McGangbang would be like maybe third on my list. See, I was going to three of them. I was going to say I don't think that I could do that because of my dis my disdain for fish. Yeah, but, 
you do have the land, air, and sea, which has the fit, which has that's, the filet fish. That's the McGangbang. That, that that is what is colloquially known as oh, a okay. McGangbang. I had one in its separate piece. I didn't assemble it, but I sort of treated it like the four course meal with the fries. I liked it. Good palate change throughout the meal. See, I'm not a I'm not a filet of fish person. I I'm am not, a filet of fish was person. A little disappointing though. To be fair, to be fair, in general, I'm not a fish person at all. Yeah, that is something that I would definitely do. But which is the one? I forget the name of it. But the double cheeseburger and the chicken nuggets with the barbecue sauce—that's first on my list. That's first on my list. Crunchy double, as they call it. That is definitely first on my list. Um, Do not do the breakfast one. What I would recommend instead of doing their breakfast one, which is the sausage, egg, and cheese, um, a sausage egg muffin with a hash brown. Do a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle with the hash brown instead. I, I was about to say, I would do a McGriddle regardless because I am not big on their English muffins. I never have been. Eric, well, you know what would have been even better? Messenger. If it was still on the menu, and this is uh, what really grinds my gears, steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Put the hash brown on that. Gotcha. And, yeah, I... I something, something about their steak, though. Extra onions. And if I were doing something like that, I wouldn't necessarily go McDonald's. I would go Dunkin' Donuts with that one. Okay. Because they do some damn good, like, they don't always do, like, steak in particular, but damn good bagels in that regard. Plus, I actually went to Wendy's just a couple days ago. They're frosty... Not breakfast baconator, no. I got the honey chicken biscuit. Ooh. And I think it's still going on until the 20th. Any breakfast sandwich, you get a free drink of any size. Okay. They're frosty chinos. I had one once. I was impressed. I got the vanilla one, and they were nice enough to make it with a little extra coffee. That mm. hit. So delicious. And I got a large, too. I downed that fucker. <laughs> Next time I'm awake that early and I'm getting Wendy's breakfast, I am going to go for one of the chocolate ones. Now, if you're there and you're not that early, the Asiago chicken. I recommend I've had the Asiago chicken. It's good. It's good. There's, um, I think it was a Wendy's I did this with also. Once I did the Asiago chicken, but mm-hmm. with the spicy chicken instead. Yeah, the spicy Asiago. I always lean towards their spicy chicken whenever I can. The spice must flow. Mm-hmm. Because with Wendy's, they do their spicy just right. Mm-hmm. That and naturally Popeyes. And 
I actually just had some leftover Popeyes earlier today. Ooh, so good. And yes, I also have Popeyes rewards points too. Oh, there's something I need to also introduce, and it would be appropriate to introduce it on point of viewer rather than life is like a game show. Okay. And it gets back to watching YouTube also, so somewhat comes full circle. Okay. Was watching an episode from Linus Tech Tips the other night. Go on. Bit rot on their storage server. Mechanical hard drives. Physical media. Archive footage. Drive not touched in a while. Mm -hmm. Hardware degradation. Rule number 17. Data loss is inevitable. Yeah. I've got to do some digging to see if I can fix my hard drive on my other computer. My main one that I used to use. But the one related to the food... Sorry if Mr. Fellow disembodied the voice. I do not believe you have the gas station chain Wawa in your area, do you? He had to step away, but I think he does. If he does, rule number four, they brought the lobster bisque back. I remember you mentioning that. It's just as good as it was. Lobster still reigns supreme, rule number four. I am very wary about bisque in general. And that this sucker's is good. And this is me because I've had some not entirely horrible bisque experiences, <clears throat> but they weren't the best. Where do I have the master list? Yeah, there are 33 rules now in the list. You know, that hasn't expanded too much in recent history. No, the last expansion was August of last year. Mm-hmm. Rule 33. A pull the fire alarm is a great way to beat your apartment neighbors. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's not late at night, because then that's when the crazy shit happens. Oh, no. Rule, you're talking late at night? Then you're talking rule 22. Do not tempt the interstate to remain accident-free in overnight hours. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Should I do a full read of the rules list while we're waiting for uh, the fellow voice to return? You can, because then I can go into the rugby discussion, because, yeah, I've been doing some digging into that, and I think I have a solution that could unite people that have been divided for, I'd say, about a century and a third. And I know a lot of these rules also you were in agreement with. So, mm -hmm. Rule number one, people are stupid. Yes. Rule number two, the greater fool theory of economics. If you sell something to someone, there's a greater fool who would have paid more. Indeed. Well, number three, bacon makes anything better. Unless you're here to kosher laws, then you're screwed. Turkey bacon. Not the same. Definitely not the same. Sorry. just Not, not the same, Ooh. but for those who keep kosher and halal, 
Turkey bacon works in a pinch. The closest they can get. As mentioned, yes. rule number four, lobster reigns supreme. And we tested rules number three and four before. Yes, you were the one that forced the decision on that one. A lobster can politely and thoroughly kiss my ass. Oh, so? Unless you're here to coach laws, in which case sucks to be you. Uh, what about if you're allergic? Seafood allergies an even bigger problem. Yeah, in which case, by condolences. It's not actually Mur encoded in the rules, but... Shellfish, allergic, completely, yeah. murder, death. So here's probably an item that we'll debate in some cases. Rule 5, family comes first. In some cases, it's the family you choose, not necessarily the uh, family you have. Or sometimes it's parts of the family come first. Mama Watkins, for example. Definitely one of those situations for the long and historical interpretations of the blood of the coven is thicker than the water of the womb situations. Rule number six, people change. What is he reading? His full list of rules in life. Very much the, inspired by Gibbs. I was just about to say, is this the is this the Jethro Gibbs? Uh, is this basically Jethro Gibbs Nielsen going on over here? Yes. Yes. Noted. The first the first one was coined when I was eighteen as a senior in high school. That's when people are stupid, and the greater fool theory got coined. The next week, bacon and lobster came in. And then it uh, sat until college. Well, my, <coughs> me and Eric have actually had a conversation about people are stupid before. No. Oh. Person person is smart. People as a group are stupid. That is exactly the way I treat it, too. Mm -hmm. Just like that men in black. And, and, oh. and a single individual can be very intelligent. You get a group of us together, and we're a bunch of fucking dumbasses. Exactly. Like Tommy Lee Jones said in Men in Black, a person is smart, is smart people or dumb, panicking animals. Rule seven, people lie. Rule eight actually is from Leroy Jethro Gibbs. Sometimes you're wrong. Rule nine, don't piss what? off the driver. Rule, rule eight. Like when you annoy your coworkers to the point that you get removed from your show. I think I might save the rest of these for another time is what I'm gathering here. Um, Because I have to be here to buy rule number 10. I do not bite the hand that feeds me. Go ahead. We're done for this for now. Something that was also way back in the day. Hashtag twinsies well. Jesus. You know I'm never going to let that go, right? You, 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 you can't. It'll just come back to you. Exactly. Exactly. It, speaking of mental health advocacy, if you find yourself around somebody who needs mental health advocacy, feel free to step in. Do not encourage their stupidity. And will only lead the disembodied voice. The other disembodied voice can check the uh, private chat if they want the full list. Hmm. So, 
Oh, last week we got into the first cricket discussion. Yes. That will be not next week because I'm giving everybody a heads up. Next Friday, night off. No point of viewer, family obligations. If disembodied voices are interested in a Sunday show, we can work on it. Otherwise, hiatus must, is acceptable. I might. I must warn you that I have an open invitation for a Super Bowl party that Sunday, so I may not be home at a reasonable hour. That's why I say optional, but not mandatory. Otherwise, I, presumption the following week at a time and date to be determined. Indeed. Typity, typity, typity. So, we had that this week, which we set aside last week, the rugby discussion. And Harry, in particular, you mentioned off-air. Rugby sevens. My idea... And I put this in the doc that I sent out to you and the other disembodied voice who was asleep. Rugby sevens combined with a super sevens rugby idea that failed combined with a hybrid code that would reunite the rules of rugby union and the rules of rugby league. Essentially, harmonizing from the Great Schism in 1895. Damn. Yes. I'm going to need an explanation. Great Schism of 1895. Of all places, England. Rugby was a big thing. It was, it's been, a, it was around at that time for just over 70 years. The country invented it. But there was a big, big problem. Professionalism. Rugby back then was strictly amateur. But with the rise in popularity of rugby, you had clubs from all over the country and tournaments that still go on to today, like the Challenge Cup, were very taxing because you had so many teams leagues were popping up it's like hey we're not being insured we're not being paid for this but you expect us to devote all these weeks out of our year <clears throat> something needs to change so in 1895 the schism happened the northern rugby football union was born teams that broke away and formed the first professional rugby league. Over time, the NRFU, and as it is known today, rugby league, had a slightly different change in their code that is still seen today. That's why you have to specify league versus union. Different number of players, different scoring system, different mechanisms with moving the ball, etc., etc. So would this be that difference that I saw between NRL and Super League with the Scorigamis we were talking about before we got on air? Not exactly. NRL is the rugby league in Australia. 
Super League is Rugby League in England. If you were looking at a difference in code, it would be the Super League versus the Rugby Premiership in England. Ah, okay. Super League played by league rules. The Premiership played by union rules. While Rugby League became professional way back then it was very limited in scope and is still limited today primarily played in only three countries england australia and new zealand you do have teams in countries like france we have an amateur league here in the united states but it didn't take off near as much as rugby union did which is played just about everywhere but Rugby Union did not officially become professional until exactly a century after the schism in 1995. Wow, okay. That is a brief history of the schism and everything in general. Uh, Eric, hold on, time out. Okay. What year was the schism again? 1895. Okay, just making sure I heard that correctly. All right, carry on. Same year as one of the first mechanical calculators coming out, the millionaire. Exactly. So what I propose is this. It's a Rugby Sevens format, but not strictly the Rugby Sevens like it's played today and what got reintroduced rugby into the Olympics in 2016. What I'm proposing is a form of what was attempted by a good man, David New, who wanted Super Rugby Sevens. Think Rugby Sevens, but a longer match. Instead of seven-minute halves, he was proposing 15-minute quarters. Fans obviously did not approve because with just a small size of the teams, it would be too taxing. What I am proposing instead, similar length for 15-minute quarters, similar roster size, 16 players with substitutions, seven aside, but on a much smaller pitch. Instead mm. of your traditional 100 meters by about 65 meters, what I am proposing 80 meters by 50. I have an idea on that. So if you include the five meter end zones in essence, you're looking at roughly the size of a gridiron field or a soccer pitch. Okay. Because if you were going to call like super sevens, play the alliteration more. Instead of 80 meters long, make it 70. The reason why I settle on 80 is because there's a little bit of a format of something called X-Rugby that's involved. And X-Rugby is more like a... If you're just getting into the game of rugby or for like old boys clubs, for those who have already retired, it's a form of that. But it's basically played on a traditional rugby pitch, but perpendicular. That, okay. That's why I have a little bit of that bigger size, 80 meters instead of 70. 
And another reason why I did that, I am taking rules from both codes. The limited rule sets combined. Yes, the limited tackle count from rugby league, but instead of playing the ball, the ruck and mall formats from rugby union. Plus, all right, so I got to be honest with you. A lot of this is going to go over my head because of the terminology and everything. I'm not super up to date on. I watch, but I only watch casually. Oh, this shit is so over my head. I can't even see it. But, but that's okay. Like we need explanations to us non-rugby fans what some of these things are. Like I know what a muck is. A muck is when the two teams lock up and they throw the ball in the middle in order to see who gets the ball. That's a scrum. Shit. Then I don't know what a muck is. <laughs> a rook. After a player goes down and gets tackled. Okay. Two players, one from either team, will come in and lock up. Like a scrum. But possession of the ball isn't entirely contested. You can come in and muddy up the waters, but the guy on the ground still has to hand the ball back to a guy that comes in. So it's basically like, it's like a hike in football. Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. Now, a mall is when you have a carrier in possession of the ball moving forward. The defense comes in to try to stop him, but they will all gang up like three, five aside, and try to push the guy forward across the line. So that's try. So that's Probably more when NFL referees to start blowing whistles like a motherfucker. But so that's like uh, basically a mole is like when you're trying to make a last second push towards the end line. Yes, because the object of rugby is to plant the ball on the end line. Correct. Correct. Okay. So I would be combining that. I would have some of the kicking rules from rugby league. Whereas if you angle a kick properly and that goes into a right distance, I'm formulating, I've been debating between 30 and 40 meters, either a 30-20, 20-30, or a 20-20. Seems kind of unfair to have an unbalanced field. Well, the reason why, the balance, that's why I suggest an 80-meter field. Well, yeah, because you'd have the five, so what, you'd do the end zones on five on either end and then a 70-yard 70 70-yard 70 pitch? No, 80 yards and then the five, or 80 meters and then five-meter end zones on top of that. So 90 total. Correct. 40 on either side for the respective halves. Correct. Okay, I got you. I'm with you now. Okay. So that's why if... Because this is a rule in rugby league. If you kick a ball from inside your own 40-meter line and it bounces and goes into touch or out of bounds, inside your attacking 20-meter line, you get possession of the ball instead of your opponent. That is something I would introduce into my code to reward good kicking. So that would basically be like a coffin corner punt in the NFL. Precisely. They've kind of gotten away from the coffin corner these days, and it makes me sad. It yeah, really, because it, the players have gotten smart enough to stand outside of bounds, get on their knees with the foot still touching the ground out of bounds, reach over, touch the ball, and they'll put the ball out of bounds. 
But that only applies on kickoffs. On punch, you can still cough in corner. It's just it's gotten to the point now where players realize the intent of that, and they'll end up rushing up and trying to make a fair catch in order to avoid the cough in corner. Mm-hmm. Because then, if they get hit while they're trying to make a fair catch, then it's a uh, then it's a fair catch interference, and that's an additional fifteen in addition to where they caught the ball. Exactly. And that's why the squib kick came into play. We're not going to talk about squib kicks tonight. <laughs> mm. Need to drink some water. I forget that this is a side effect. Anyway. Got some dry mouth going on over there? A little bit. Disem- disembodied voice number two is continuing his trend from last night's episode of the uh, Life is Like a Game Show. Just in a smaller form. Good choice. Now, scoring. This is where I would really combine both codes. So, in Rugby League, a try is worth four points. Conversions are two. Penalty kicks are two. And drop goals or field goals are only worth a point. Whereas in Rugby League... Tries are, or rugby union, tries are five, conversions are still two, penalties and field goals are each worth three points. Right, because it basically works out in rugby that a full conversion with a try is an NFL touchdown of seven. Correct, yes. Yeah. Man, I'm looking at the Super League score. Got me seven is a pretty empty row. Well, that's because in order to get seven, you either have to get three penalty goals, a converted try, an unconverted try and a penalty goal, and a field goal. Field goals are only attempted in order to break ties. They're only worth one point. Wait a minute. So field goals are worth two in Super League. Or, no, the the, the, the seven thing for Super League. Repeat that again because you lost me. You would, in order to get seven points in rugby league, you would uh-huh. either need three penalty kicks at two apiece. Okay, and so, a field pe- goal. so penalty kicks are worth two. Correct. And I'm assuming that's for a foul inside of a certain yardage area. Yes and no. You could technically try for the penalty goal if you think you can make it. Some of them have been converted. From as far back as halfway. Okay. But it so, basically amounts to like a free kick in soccer, almost like a free kick in soccer, but this is an opportunity to split the uprights with it. Correct. Yes. Gotcha. So three of those in a field goal, a converted try, which would be six points and a field goal, or an unconverted try, which is four points, a penalty goal, and a field goal. Okay. I think I'm with you. All right. So, how I would combine the scoring is like this. And in part of what I was mentioning earlier for X rugby that was played perpendicularly, they have what's called a max zone. In the middle of that end goal area, the end zone, about 15 meters wide. 
In X Rugby, if you score in that area, it's seven points instead of five. What I would do, if you score outside of that area, it would be the same as in Rugby League. You get four points. If you score inside of that area, it would be in the same as Rugby Union. You would get five points. And then you would attempt your conversion. So a, a score with a conversion would be worth either six or seven? Correct. And I'm adding an even an extra wrinkle to something that Major League Rugby in the United States has done and I love. If you score right underneath the uprights, like in that area between the uprights, mm -hmm. it's an automatic seven points and you don't kick the conversion. Because you would have scored center field. Bingo. That's what I would incorporate in my league as well. well. Yeah, because that's going to be the most heavily guarded portion of the pitch. So that would make sense that you would be rewarded for at least being willing to take the, the shot of going straight down the middle. It's like a receiver going across the field on like a slant and basically lining themselves up for a free-range shot from a defender. Plus, since those kicks are perpendicular to the point where the try was scored, if you score underneath the uprights, you're basically having an automatic kick from about 20 meters out anyways. So? Odds of not converting it are slim. Precisely. Because with the uh, when you score from anywhere else on the pitch, when it's pulled back, you have to kind of kick it at an angle in order to put it through the uprights. Mm-hmm. So, so that question. would be my try scoring. Oh, Jonathan had something to say there. Yeah, I have a up? question again. I'm going to okay. try to stump the squid again. Okay. We were mentioning before we went on air this thing called Scorigami. Yes. I have pulled up, courtesy of RugbyLeagueRatings.com, the Super League Scorigami chart. Okay. There is only one score where the losing team only won, only scored one point. It is essentially an X to one score, and there's only one of them. Do you have an idea as to what the winning team's score might have been. And I'll tell you, it's from the year 2000. 24 to 1. Higher. 32. 30. Higher than 32. 36. Higher than 36. This feels like a walkover. 50? Higher than 50. 60 lower than 60 56 are we are we playing beat the clock on prices right now we're playing clock game yes is that what's happening yeah or or uh card sharks take your pick between 50 and 56 is where we're at 52 yes the bradford bulls over the salford city reds why has it got to be the reds Hey, those Salford City Reds were the team that came to Hodges Stadium when they met Russell Crowe's South Sydney Rabbitohs when I was in college. There's also only one score where the losing team scored three. Okay, we don't have another. We don't have enough time for another round to beat the clock because Eric's. It's still on the other side. It's eight to three from ninety-nine. Bradford Bulls again. 
over whole FC. But nobody's lost with five. Yeah, because usually if you score a try, then You're you go ahead. You're a conversion. Yeah, so there's your lowest gap. My that would be how I would have my tries. I'll save the Aussie for another show. Your conversions would still be two because that's universal. Uh-huh. I would make your penalty kicks worth two, but your field goals would be worth three. And I would introduce something that exists in Rugby League and Rugby Union, but not the way that I would be doing it, a one-point safety. Normally, what if if you a team... the dark arts of NFL score. Got me here, one-point safety. Yes, and now let me explain. Normally, what would be the equivalent of a safety in Rugby Union or Rugby League? If a team loses the ball in their possession and they go through their own end goal area out of, like the, out, of, out of the back of the end zone right yeah. that team would not concede any points but in a rugby league that would be called a tw- that would call for a 22 meter dropout basically a free kick from their own 22 meter line in rugby league that dropout occurs on the goal line. You're kicking away from right underneath your own goalposts. So basically, you have to get rid. You have to kick away the ball possession from. So you better have a strong ass kicker in order to get that ball as far down the fi- as far down the pitch as you can. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And for the goal line dropouts, usually the best ones go to about the forty meter line. So pretty good legs. I would do something similar. I would have the dropout from the 20 meter line, but again, the team would concede a point, rewarding defense. So basically, it would be similar to a rouge in uh, Canadian football. Less rouge, more one point safety, as the first disembodied voice mentioned. Well, I know the uh, the, the one point safety is a super rarity in the NFL because mm-hmm. that's because that, that's that's a special teams play where the team that has that's the team that would be kicking a field goal or whatever, like they would have the the, the kick blocked or whatever, and it would go out the back of their own end zone. Yes. Oh no! To get the six to one score in the NFL, you're lining up for the. I'm going to use my Jets as the sad example here. The extra point and the kick. My Jets are lining up to kick the extra point. Literally, what I I, I know where he's going with this. And your yeah. Bills blocked it. And take it all the way back. But pull the, a fumble at the Jets one. Jets get possession back in. Take it into their own end zone. And the Bills squash it there, thus Bills get a safety. One point. Six to one score. Yeah, that's what the other disembodied voice was explaining. Like if, if a ball I might just be that tired because it is uh, a ball out of the back of the kicking team's end zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That is what I said. So I would have that. And as far as the game itself. In the regular season, four 15-minute quarters, ties are ties. 
no overtime whatsoever. Playoffs? Two 10-minute halves played to a finish. So, bronze point, effectively. If it's still tied, two more five-minute periods, golden point, sudden death. If can we, that can we just get rid of sudden death playoffs in general? <laughs> I mean, I've been advocating for that for some time. That 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 salt right there, by the way. Oh, that's one. That's professional grade salt. That, that that's that's the, the whole container of Morton's right there. That's control salt delete is what that is. Call when back rains, when it rains and pours. So. And again, I would only have that after the two 10-minute periods played to a finish. And if it's still tied after that extra half hour, similar to soccer and what they do in Free rugby kicks. league. Line up from your 20-meter line, take a shot, best of five. I feel I like a spin on that. I feel like they'd have to be from different angles on the field, though, in order to increase the difficulty level. Not I like that spin. Mark five points on like a 20-meter arc. You're kicking horse. Well, but see, that's the thing. It's not one player taking each of those kicks. Like in soccer, you pick five different players. Ooh. So here's the spin I would put on it. Say you're tied after that five-kick kickoff. Back them to the 30 for the 25. Run another five from further out. Nope. Just like in soccer, it would go. You keep picking different players. To the, point, to the point that even the guy, even people that are deep down on the benches end up having to come in and kick in a super penalty shootout. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had situations before where goalies have stopped goalies to win games in penalty shootouts because the one goal. No, 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 no. Can we not talk about that, please? Can we just not? I, I don't know. Um, I feel I, like I see some off-screen Morton salt over there. No, I, I, I actually don't know what he's referring to. I'm just saying I've seen it happen before. Europa League final, David de Gea. Oh, that Via is Real. Oh, that is right. Oh, there's that container assault. That is right. I see. I don't know what it's like to make to. A, I don't know what it's like to make it to a Europa League final and lose in overtime. We lost in regulation like grown ass men. <laughs> Fucking Sevilla. Yeah, we both have our beef with Spanish clubs in that regard. But then again, we do stupid things in penalty shootouts too. Like, oh, I don't know, lose to Middlesbrough. How the hell did we do that? We actually have a home game in the uh, in the round of sixteen of the FA Cup, which will be nice. Ours was ours was at home, and when you lost to Middlesbrough, yes. How does your coach still have a job? He was just hired. This is still Ralph Ragnick. Remember, we got rid of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, I bet you were missing Ole at that point because Ole wouldn't have lost to Middlesbrough. Oh, no. Ole would have still lost to Middlesbrough. We just wouldn't have scored. <laughs> and Middlesbrough would have been like, oh, great. We don't have to practice because he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Y'all would have lost in regulation instead of PKs. Exactly. 
so that, th those are my ideas for rugby in general. And again, in the doc that I sent you on our Discord, it's available. Which... And I think it's in the point of viewer Discord. So I don't think that uh, I don't think that John has access to it. I can send it to him separately. Damn it! I knew I forgot something. I've got to go back and add the invite link to our Discord on our latest episode of Life is Like a Game Show. And I'll also be adding it to our description tonight. Alright, oh. Mr. Walk All right, Mr. Watkins, we are approaching the two-hour mark. I do believe it is what they uh, what Semisonic would call closing time. Yep, it's about that time. I'm done. It's late. If I can add a short bit here. There is one sport that has not been talked about. And since I'm here, um, we go from the hand egg to the ice puck. My we Islanders. Did, we did talk about hockey. We talked about Olympic hockey earlier yeah, in the show. But, but and the All-Star Skill competition. And I'll just say, my Islanders are one game away from the 500 mark. But those Panthers with that horrible logo are number one in the Atlantic. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that a little bit louder for those in the back? Though the, the teams in the Sunshine State are one, two in the Atlantic. Thank you very much. Yeah. And the team that doesn't matter because they're going to choke in the playoffs like every year since 1967 is third. Uh the sad news is, is we started well, but we have since fallen off the pace. I believe we're like 10 points behind Boston for the last wild card spot now. But the fact that you're competing is a miracle. It's unlike, it's unlike, a I have no love for the Leafs. It, it, it's a positive, it's a positive start. Exactly. Unlike teams that, you know, had to have super long road trips to begin their season, talking about how they're going to christen their home arena in their back. Are still playing like horseshit. We have the fewest games played currently in the league. Yeah, because your team got ravaged with the Rona. <laughs> hey, be a New York, being a second team New York sports fan is a rough life. Okay. Uh, I mean, the he... Jets, the Mets, the Isles—you're always living under the shadow of Big Brother. Yeah, you know, thought... before the Jets got the new stadium, we were even playing in a stadium named after our own fucking team. I mean, if it makes you feel any better, the 2022 Major League Baseball champions are going to be the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> I'm not terribly mad. That's because there's well, not going to be a 2022 season at this rate. Well, the not not just that, but the fact that why did we shit the bed in the playoffs again? Why? By the way, regarding your Florida Panthers, number of points, 69. Nice. Nice. Giggity. Oh, all right. And that we, is a note to leave this podcast off on. This, we this know. voice is crashing. Good night. We know how to go into the All-Star break. And by the way, for Eric, those Islanders, I hope the Pacific Division whoops your ass tomorrow. Eric, just 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 a thought here. Mm -hmm. Given that this is point of order, you probably could have stopped that sentence that we know how to go in.
I'm just saying. All well, right. I mean, I can't fully say that because it can. You can. I haven't been able to give make a nice oatmeal cream pie in months. The, the cereal my, was disappointing. My 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 socials don't matter on this podcast. Y'all have a good evening. <laughs> yeah, for mine, you know where to find me if you're looking for the regular stuff at Squid Sports Head. Go right ahead. I'll be doing some live tweeting. I'm here on the network. Lead Olymp to the max or whatever. Olympic live tweeting, I hope. If I'm up some late nights like I'm doing with some curling, I might put certain main games on tonight. If I, I mean, get in the mood, sure. There was a squeaker for the US in their most recent one. They won in like the last they won in like the last inning. Yeah, and we already have had an extra end win against Sweden. Boy, you know, that was a I brutal. do have to say one thing about curling, though. It only happened recently that I finally witnessed this for the first time. How they have to measure the rocks. Mm-hmm. That measuring if, tool is fucking cool, man. Yeah, if there's any dispute, both captains agree, hey, we need to measure because those points matter. I feel like it would be a laser measurement. Not more like a, more like a um. Oh, what's the? You know, like how they have the first down chains. Yes. Similar principle to that. They measure one rock because they stick the device in right in the middle of the button. Gotcha. And then, and then if the other rock is outside of the distance of that first rock, then obviously the first rock is closer. Gotcha. A micrometer is what it's called. There, I had to look that up for a moment. Yep, a micrometer. Yes. There you, there you go, folks. We are not only entertaining and disturbingly sexual on this podcast, we are also educational at times as well. I tell you, my mind has been described like a library. I know which books to pull and which ones not to. And there's one thing you can always say about curling. There's one goal. Taking it to the house. Good night, everybody. At, at Squid Sports Head. Thank you. And I'm, I'm here on the network. Point of viewer. We're going to be changing up our schedule. That to be determined. We'll make an announcement. Soccer to the max. Life is like a game show. League to the max or whatever. Assuming your host isn't sleeping. Oh, considering as how that'll be Mondays. I don't think that's going to be happening again. <laughs> I'm busy on Mondays. You know what Monday is for me. Oh, yeah. And question mark on the kickoff slash BWSR. I'm leaning BWSR just because finding four again is going to be difficult at best. That's what I'm thinking, but we can discuss that off air. And naturally, if you're looking for the other good stuff, and because it's point of viewer, this is the only place you'll get direct access, even though you'll still have to slide into my DMs to undergo the thorough and proper vetting process at SuperViewer. There you have it, ladies and germs. I got stuff to do, stuff to tweet. Good night, enjoy your week, and don't be a dick. See you next time. Coming soon to Point of Viewer. Later, guys. <laughs>